0: This is All Told from the Washington Post. In this episode, we appear into the life of Jacob May. He's 17, and he's finishing his last days of high school from home. He lives in Michigan, goes to Midland High, and the city of Midland is a small city. It's about 42,000 people surrounded by lakes, rivers, and dams. Jacob wrote a story about the problems with one of these dams last year for his school newspaper. Now he's set to go to Michigan State to study journalism in the fall. But in order to do that, he needs to keep earning money pushing carts at Meijer, a regional grocery chain. Jacob shared recordings with the Post from April 25th through May 23rd. During this time, a dam failure would put Midland in the national spotlight, leaving Jacob's community literally underwater in the thick of the coronavirus pandemic. Here's Jacob, in his own words.
1: Alright, yep, heading out. All right. Have a good day. Yep, see ya. Alright, just putting my shoes on and walking out the door here. Gonna, so, uh, go say bye to the rest of the family. <laughs> Alright, I'm heading out to work.
2: Alright, have a good day.
1: Yep, see ya. Yep. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. Alright. Mm-hmm. Heading I'm out working. to work. You what? Going to work? Yeah, I'm going to work. All
2: right.
1: See ya. Good have a
2: good
1: day. You too. Your on, yeah, I will.
2: <laughs> Got your mask?
1: Yeah, it's in my van. Okay. Or I'll get a cloth one from work if Something Yeah because yeah,
2: It's probably mandatory now
1: Yeah so, Alright, see ya See ya So I don't know if you noticed there But there's a lot of music <laughs> Going on inside uh, My dad was listening to his own music And then Outside they're listening to something else That's just kind of one way that we've uh, Found a cope it just sucks that I have to have to be in this situation anyways. And you know, it's like why why am I working in the first place? Well, I need to I need to save for college and I, and I want to give myself a a good financial base. You know, my parents were raised in a system that didn't teach them the importance of saving. So I don't have a college savings plan from them. And you know, they, it's just unfortunate. So I can't really take the opportunity to to take this time off. I don't have that luxury. All right, it's 3:25 on Friday, April 4th or April 24th. Sorry. And i just got i just pulled into the parking lot at Meyer Governor Whitmer had an announcement today extending the the quarantine um and like the stay stay home stay safe order until may fifteenth and she advised she said that it's absolutely necessary that we have to wear a mask um so yeah, that'll be interesting to see, but uh, I'm supposed to clock in in. think four minutes now so we might as well go do that (laughs) all right now i'm punching in there we go and now for the most fun part of my day i walk upstairs and we have a health screening if I don't pass that, I assume I don't get to work.
0: <laughs> Do you have any new or unusual symptoms at all? Uh, no. Have you traveled in the last 14 days? I have not. And have you come in contact with a positive test result? I have not. Take your temperature. Alright. 98.9, you're all set. Okay,
1: great. So, the main part of my job is that I collect carts uh, every day, so I just walk around the lot all day and I get big rows of them to push in to a cart garage where the breeders are cleaning them, sanitizing them down with wipes, but yeah, I have to, I have to touch everyone's carts, <laughs> but I wear gloves and as soon as I get home, those get washed. I wouldn't really say Meyer is my ideal job right now. I don't I don't enjoy pushing carts, but I, I have to do what I gotta do to make money right now. And I'm really fortunate to have come upon uh, that opportunity. So I guess I'm thankful for that. And they just extended our our hero pay, our extra two dollars an hour, until June twentieth. So that's another nice incentive to stay. So But right now I'm pulling into my driveway and you can see my senior 2020 sign. It's blue and yellow for my school. But so what happens when I get home? Is that immediately when I go in, I go to my room and I strip down all my clothes and I throw them right in the wash because we don't want to take any risk of bringing home the virus and giving that to everyone. Uh, my mom, my my dad, uh, especially my dad because he's a little bit at more of a higher risk because he has pre-existing conditions. Um like COPD.
0: <clears throat> COPD is chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. It's a chronic condition where a person often has inflamed airways and ruptured air sacs in the lungs, making it hard to breathe.
1: So it's it's kind of tough because we've got two essential workers living in a house with someone who has pre-existing conditions and that's just kind of scary. we're all changed and into the wash it goes it's 1.25 uh, in the morning on May 19th and we just got a bunch of alerts about a nearby, like, a small city. The dam is going through a failure right now. Basically, the entire city is being told to evacuate. The thing that's really interesting to me is that they're all evacuating to the local high school. And to me, that raises the question of how are they going to stay distanced and safe in the midst of a pandemic the people well there it's a dam failure so and the people that built the dam were under fire last year last summer um because a local a local lake wixom lake was essentially drained because the dam wasn't up to code (laughs) and so i'm wondering if this has any connection with that failure one of my friends has connections to the to a local policeman, and he's saying that that everyone ha- basically has a half hour to get out of the area um, and I've been listening to a police scanner as well, but I haven't really gotten much from that, but there's not anything anyone can do about it. So, I guess just go to bed and see how everything pans out in the morning. Alright, it's 11.46 on May 19th and uh, I just got back from a run But I woke up this morning uh, just to get an update on the whole situation over uh, in that nearby town where all the flooding was happening and they had to evacuate. And it didn't sound like the dams had been breached yet, so um, I just decided to go on with my day, wake up have a cup of coffee, make breakfast. I'm over back at my friend uh, Ben's house, and today we're going to go to Krispy Kreme for a free dozen donuts, because they're doing that for uh, 2020 grads. But the kicker is that the nearest Krispy Kreme is over an hour away. (laughs) But I mean... Not much else to do right now, especially with everything closed. So this is just kind of a little bit of fun light. Might as well. <laughs> and she was giving us, she was, I was like, how far back did were you when you started, or whatever? And Riley thought she was like giving us road directions, but she was not. Yes, she and were. Riley was just like, nah, screw that, and he just walks away, dude. She was mad too, like, bro. Dude. Yeah, dude, she was mad, disappointed. She was like, oh. I was like, Riley, what are you doing, man? Dude, was she thick? <laughs>
2: you sit down.
1: Dude, you boys can't be talking to the ladies without dude, me. We're going back out, man. Dude. <laughs> So it's 8.45 on May 19th. Um, I'm here with Ben. Say hi, Ben. Hello, everybody. Um, And we were still waiting in line for those uh, donuts, but we had to end up leaving because more dams in our hometown are flooding and breaking, literally breaking. And now we're concerned that we're not even going to be able to get back into the city. Right. So one of our friends who we drove us here, he lives like on the outskirts and we know we'll be able to get to his house, but we're not sure if we'll be able to get back to uh, where we're going to stay tonight. Mm-hmm. So... I- and, I mean, I'm just really concerned about work because I need to be working. And also, just... How are all of these... How is all this flooding and all of these evacuations going to impact the... The whole stay home order and you know being safe with the coronavirus because they have sanctuary set up at like our schools, so all these people are now take really close quarters, so they're just gonna be coming into contact with more people. So that's that's a big concern too. But so this sucks a lot. <laughs> yeah. <It laughs> ben was just saying that this is the first time that he's felt completely defeated. <laughs> yeah, I mean this year has been hard and coronavirus has affected me like not as much as it has a lot of people, but I mean this it just keeps on coming and it's it's tough. It really is. Yeah. It's 1:35 on May 20th and me and my friends just got back into our hometown uh, in Midland, and I came down to the <laughs> to our downtown area where everything is flooded um, just to scope out the situation. And looking at it right now, it's just hard to describe. It's completely underwater. There are whole trees underwater right now. And the whole community, just the way that they're reacting, I mean... Right next to me, there's a guy flying a drone to look at you know to look over the water, and families are just gathered around to just look at it because it's, it's a scene that you don't see every day. I mean, we get yearly floods, but it's usually nothing like this. And there's cops blocking off the bridge. Yeah, our governor is is at my high school right now, giving a, an address to, to, our, to our town.
2: The inspiration here in this building is to talk to the incredible volunteers and people of the Midland community. So experts are describing this as a 500-year event. It's going to have a major impact on this community and on our state.
1: And Midland is trending on Twitter and Donald Trump is tweeting about us, which is just insane
2: big problem with uh, dams breaking, you saw that. It's a big, big problem. And uh, so we've sent the uh, FEMA and the Army Corps of Engineers out, and they're very good at dams. They're probably better at dams than anybody you can think of, right? The Army Corps of Engineers, have been
1: fantastic. It's just insane to see where paved streets and parking lots used to be, trees, a nice big green lush field. completely drowned so it's 1023 on May 21st and given the circumstances of the flood uh, in Midland I'm gonna go to Midland high which is my school and it's currently a shelter for all the, all the displaced people in our city, um, I'm going to go there and volunteer. And right now I'm here with my dad, who is at an especially higher risk for, of uh, having severe effects of the coronavirus because of his COPD. Um, but why do you think it's important for me to still go um, volunteer right now? because the people in our community need um, everybody's help Mm -hmm. and even though we're not financially secure um,
2: we do have a little bit of extra money that we can donate to help the people Mm -hmm. and um, that's the way i feel about the about the 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 whole uh, flood and the covid Mm -hmm. situation is everybody needs to help each other and stay safe and
1: I mean, especially this community has done a lot for me, too, like, thinking about it, you know. It's just a great place to live, so. It is, and we have good people here. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'll be, I'll probably be back, I don't know when. I just pulled into the parking lot and I'm going to get out of my car and I'm not really sure what, where I'm going to go, what I'm going to do, but I'm going to try to figure it out. And I'm walking through the gym where we have beds set up, cots, and there are people hanging on them and everything. And there are about 30 residents living here right now. Hey Ryan, how's it going? How I'm doing well. I'm doing well.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, so Did you what get if, here? Yeah, I just got here. This is my first time here too. I mean, since you're here, uh, might as well ask you some questions. Because yeah. you're our Class of 2020 class president. Yeah. Um, so you kind of have a big role uh, in the Hold school it. and everything. Um, you're here now which is a good testament to you. <laughs> yeah. um, how do you think, like, I mean, you've seen a lot of people here, a lot of volunteers, too. How do you think that reflects on our class? Um, I mean, I hate, I kind of hate to say it, but, like, we kind of know how it feels to lose, you know, stuff that's important to you, like losing graduation, losing, you know, uh, you know the fun memories of your friends. And, uh, I mean, these people that are losing their homes, they're losing cars, they're losing everything. Like, we our loss isn't even close to compared to them. Yeah. But, I mean, we've kind of felt pain losing, you know, what we were supposed to have. So, I mean, we might as well take our time to go and help the people that have already lost so much. Yeah. All right, so it's five twenty-one on May 22nd. Uh, I'm here with my mom. And... Today was supposed to be the day that I Well, it was supposed to be my last day of school But I'm not in school right now So Kind of
2: So today you graduated <laughs> Yeah, I guess Finally Yep <laughs> Last day of school Yep Forever Except for well,
1: college until, Yeah, until the fall college <laughs> Well, hopefully for the fall
2: Yeah. So mm. what do you, what do you think about that <clears throat> As far as college?
1: Well, I mean Hopefully I'll be able to go back I don't know I don't online, know.
2: Online, are you okay with that, if necessary?
1: Well, I don't really want it to be online, but if it is, I mean, there's not really anything I can do. Well, I mean, the only thing I, that I could do is defer for a semester, but, like, I don't know if I necessarily want to do that.
2: Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah.
1: A couple of friends, like me, Ben, and Riley and Aiden, were talking about if we do have online school in the fall, well, maybe we would just all, like, move in together. Down in Ben's cottage or something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, it's an option. Yeah. As long as you do schooling.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, sure <laughs> right. we would. I We're all you, four. You would. Four responsible, smart kids Definitely. going to MSU and Michigan State or I'm MSU really and not, U of M. Really not too concerned <laughs> yeah. <that>. Yeah. <clears throat> um.
2: So in work, you're going to work while you're there, obviously, wherever yeah.
1: you're at. Yeah. or right. Either. Here and right. wherever I am, yeah.
2: Yay! <laughs> my baby going to college. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's exciting.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, in the first yeah. one.
2: I know. It's, it's just really exciting for me, and I'm excited to see what's going to come about and what you're going to call me and tell me about, you mm-hmm. know, things like that, or shoot me a message. And mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I got to see this today. Or yeah. Had to do that or
1: mm-hmm.
2: things that we didn't get to experience you know
1: yeah
2: somewhat keep me in the loop
1: <laughs> yep <laughs> mm. yeah. and then well what about everything going on right now in in Midland
2: <sighs> uh, well it's a big sigh for me just because yeah. you know it is hard mm-hmm. and I'm Born and raised here in Midland, and never seen such a catastrophe in my life. Mm -hmm. I mean, one major flood before this in my lifetime, but well, there
1: was 1986,
2: 86, and then
1: there was well, 2017 was really bad too. Uh,
2: Yeah, but that was nothing comparable to 86, and then there was this. That was
1: no, this is the first. 1986 is the second. 2017 is the third. Yeah, and we've seen two of the most of those three happen in the past three years, which is crazy.
2: It is very crazy, and it wiped out all of Sanford. Yeah. I mean, businesses just wiped out. You know, my friend Pam's Pizza Place, gone. Mm -hmm. All them nice restaurants down there, but they were very old buildings Mm -hmm. and an old community.
1: Yeah.
2: Hopefully they just keep pulling together and can rebuild or do something, maybe just make the town better than what it was. Yeah. That's all we can pray for. Yep.
1: So it's May 22nd at 9 p.m. And I'm here with Andrew High. He's another volunteer. What's up? Um, and there wasn't a whole lot to do uh, right when we got here, but we've taken down beds. Um, right now, a family just came in. Um, one of the ladies that's here is pregnant, and she's also diabetic. Um she lived in Sanford, which was really devastated. But she's here now, so that's good. And we're making up a room for them, so we just carried cots, uh, sheets, pillows, blankets, the whole shebang, mattresses, so they can have a place to stay. So that's good. It, it, I mean, it feels good to actually, you know, see people and help them out. Hey, let's YouTube man. <laughs> so. All right, what do we need? We need pillowcases and fitted sheets. What is this? It's, uh, it's a pillowcase. Yep, yep. So we'll get two of these. Boom. And fitted sheets. Oh, man. I don't even know if we have... I'll be back tomorrow morning, bright and early, uh, I'm gonna get to the school at 7am, help out as much as I can, until 9, because at 9 o'clock, we have a crew, and it, well, it's actually just this, it's gonna be a huge group of people, apparently, and we're gonna split up into different groups, and we're gonna go out in the community, and help people that have been impacted by the flood, like, go into their homes, uh, Sorry that last recording got cut off because I got an emergency alerts. After that, I'll be going to work. Um, and then coming home so I can sleep. <laughs> but for now, just cleaning off my bed so I can get ready to go to bed because I'm tired. So it's May 23rd uh, at 1139. And I'm with uh, three other people, uh, friends. I've got Hannah here and Misa and Ben. And we're going around to houses that were in the flood zone. And we're helping cleaning out their basements. Uh, anything that we can do. And we just got finished with two houses. Um have a trash. A trash can? I don't. Well, you just... Just stick it in the side. Like
0: here?
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, we're just... We're just going through... Uh, the water that's in the basements isn't just, like, rain or, like, lake water or whatever (laughs) from the flood. Yeah, it came up from the sewers. And also, we're wearing our face masks. It's Um, just... Pretty devastating for all these people. I mean, the neighbor of the people that we just helped out is so devastated she can't even, like, go into her house and won't even accept help because it's so hard to go through everything that she's lost. hmm Yeah, she they're- said she grabbed, like, a bunch of, like, old tapes from her childhood from her parents' house. Mm-hmm. And now they're just gone. Yeah. There, there literally can't be enough help. And yeah. And we're in Midland, which is getting a lot of tension, but, like, on the outskirts of, like, Sanford and Wixom Lake, like... It's just like completely demolished. Mm-hmm. And right now we're um, just in my car, on just parked on the side of the road. Uh, and there's cars lining up and down the street uh, for help. Like it's it, it's hard to find a spot that's not covered with junk. <laughs> so, but for now we're just gonna go up, go on to the next house, and see what's up there. To a certain extent, I feel bad that I don't, I'm just stuck because I don't want to leave my community just stranded right now when they do so much, and this is my chance to help them, but to do that, I have to put myself at risk of getting COVID-19 And by doing that, I'm putting my father at risk, but... So it's 9.05 on May 23rd, and I'm sitting in our downtown area on the bank of the river that just... 2 or 3 days ago devastated my hometown and and the water is basically back to normal it's still a little high but there's trash in the trees there's trash all over the place actually carried up by the floods I'm going to Michigan state and I plan on pursuing a major in journalism, which I think that this whole scenario has only uh, kind of cemented that, that passion even more. Because what I see in this time is that everyone has a story and... I mean, you're listening to mine right now. I think that it's really important to tell these stories and not only to, to have them told, but to have someone listen to them.
0: Thanks to Jacob for sharing his recordings that were condensed and produced by me, Bishop Sand. The episode was edited by Lillian Cunningham and Ariel Plotnick. Want to tell us about your life during the crisis? Go to WashingtonPost.com podcasts for more information on how to get in touch.